was that the 16th anniversary edition? Something like that, yeah. All right. Here we are. Boom. So, uh, our discussion kind of uh, wavered here and there during our little bit of a break. There's your can. Um, I'm not drinking out of that one yet. Here's your can. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, I was uh, telling Caden today, I, I stopped at Smith's. They have, like, it, it's a local grocery store slash now they have gas stations, I guess. You can buy beer there. Yeah, we buy a lot of beer from there. Yep. Um, we got to slow down, though, because if we buy too much, they're going to run out of the current stock before that new law <laughs> Yeah, we're going to give them a federal list. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I saw the girl behind the window was giving me the come fuck me eyes. I love that look. I love um, it. I couldn't care less anymore. Really? Yeah. I could a lot, but... But, uh, like like you said, I'm in a different situation. Yeah. I, I'm married. I have been married for eight years, almost nine um, I've been with my wife for over 10 yeah. to get all together. Uh, but yeah, that, and she was probably closer to your age anyway. So, okay. For me, it's like, I mean, I'm focused on what I want to do. So I'm kind of, uh, driven in that area, but I get that quite a bit. Uh huh. I'm tempted all of the time. All of the time. And I acknowledge it. I notice it. But at the same time, I really couldn't give a fuck about it. Like, sex is sex to me. I enjoy it. I enjoy it too. But at the same time, don't enjoy unexpected babies. <laughs> That's where I'm at. See, and I would, I would welcome a baby at this point in my life. I kind of would too, but it has to be with the right woman. It can't be with That's a... Di- That's different. I, yeah. I, I'm with the right one. Exactly. If we had like an unexpected pregnancy, I'd be like, okay, it's a little, little sooner than we thought, but I want one of these anyway. Exactly. That's totally cool. And I think that's fine. I keep a condom in my pocket at all times. I saw your wallet. I saw a little ring on, on the wallet yeah. earlier today. Yeah, exactly. Was it you sitting should, on the couch yeah, this morning? You, yeah. You shouldn't hold it in your wallet. No, I know that, but I never know. <laughs> you you got to keep it, and uh, you know I'm no vet. At least vet- you're planning. I'm no veteran, but at the same time, I don't want to have an unplanned pregnancy because I know what I want, and I'm working towards what I want. Um, yes. So you know, I keep that little circular freaking dick holster on standby at all times. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I just basically use those now so I don't have to clean up after myself. And that's fine. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, that's a good move. It, it really is. It's a messy, is. it's a sticky situation, if you know what I mean. It, it reduces my laundry by a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I only have so many socks, dude. <laughs> happy socks. Yeah. Happy little socks. But... Fuck, dude. Now I've got two beers open. I'm, Yeah, okay. 801's better. Fuck it. It is, but I... Just down that Modelo. It's, uh, you know, 
It's there. It has alcohol in it, so that's a plus. Okay, the Modelo Especial is gone. Modelo's not bad. It has that, like, lime hint. It, it, it really isn't for um, being, like, a, a mass-produced thing. It's better, better than, than Bud, Bud Light. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> better than that. Bud Light, Budweiser. Yeah, thinking the same thing. Um, Whatever that Mexican knockoff is. And you know what? Not racist. Just hate Mexican beer. Sorry. You do? Yeah. Whatever the one with the, the, the freaking... The Tecate. I've told it. you this multiple times. Bullshit. I don't even remember it because it's that important to me. So, Tecate is really good with some lime. Is it? Yes. I'd rather have Corona. That's because you're a bitch. Yeah, probably, but I'd rather have Corona. <laughs> At least you can accept it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, uh, I beer bonged over twelve of those things. So what, Coronas or Tecates? Tecates. Well, that's your problem. Yeah, probably. But I was also with of, uh, I was also with Mexicans while I did it, and that's how they told me how to do it. <laughs> They're like, okay, with Corona, I've had. How the, old were these Mexicans? Twenty-two. That's the problem. So I've had <laughs> I've had Corona with lime and chili powder, and I actually kind of like that um you know it's kind of like the the mario batali of beer dude i'm at the risk of sounding like a white supremacist here i am all about bavarian beers man all about it yeah but that's fine you know what simon left some modello at my house so i'm gonna drink modello well that's the thing like everyone's good at their own shit mexicans can't do uh i mean they what they get tequila fine I'm sorry. Europeans get beer better. It's just how it is. It's, yeah. Um, it's just fucking how it is. Endo-Europeans. Let's specify here. Europe's kind of a big continent, and Russia spans into that, so you've got the vodka aspect. You have, Isn't Russia part of Asia? It's part of both. Is it? I'll, I'll say... Uh, you know the Ural mountain range? Yeah. That's the fault line between okay. the two plates. I think... Uh, you know, Russia gets some alcohol, right? I think Europeans understand it very well. America, especially Utah, 801. Shout out to 801, Uinta. Yeah. Jesus Christ, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Yeah, we we buy a lot of that. Um, but Hefeweizens in Germany? Yes. Fucking crazy. Guinness? Guinness off the tap? Awesome. Bourbon? Bourbon, yeah. Like actual Kentucky straight single barrel bourbon. Yeah. Delicious. Amazing. Um, Uh, But for the most part, I don't know. I I still have to find plantains. Maybe we should go on a quest next weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I I want another bottle of it. This shit is hard to fucking find, guys. Wyoming. This, like... I've been to three, scratch that, four different states in the last three months. And every liquor store I've stopped at is like, oh, we get that from time to time, but it's hard to get a hold of. Have you been to the Wendover uh, Surplus Costco? No, I haven't. The big ass warehouse of alcohol? No, I haven't. That's where we got to go. Hour and a half away. 
Well, fuck it, dude. Let's go tomorrow. Let's do it. I'm okay with that. If I'm not going up to my parents, I still got to call them. God bless my parents. I feel bad for them. I haven't visited them for a while. But Meh. at the same time, I got to go to Wendover to get the fucking Blantons with the little racehorse on the top. Yeah. So speaking of parents, I spoke to my mom today. Yeah. Uh, my mother. Kenneth. He's my stepbrother. If you ever hear this, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you need to hear the truth. Um, John, if you ever hear this, he was my stepfather. I'm sorry. But you need to hear the truth. <laughs> I had no idea how far off the rails my mom had gone in the last six years and when did you realize this um probably about seven to nine months ago roughly and were you in her defense at that point or up until that point yes okay um so you were against john before that you were like fuck him no i wouldn't say that entirely i have a lot of good memories with john man like um I was only receiving one side of the story, and right. I should have known better because I know my mother, but her side is skewed for sure. And, and it's hard. Like, I met your mom one time. First, I'll, I'll give you my first impression. Seems like a normal person, really nice woman, really res- like meeting her first time, only time meeting her. Yeah. Yeah. Really and, nice, like and, seemed like a normal person. Yeah, and that's that's how it happens. And um anyway, uh my my wife does mental health assessments for a living. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like it's she diagnoses people for a fucking living with right. mental health problems. Yep. She said that my mom has borderline personality disorder and I looked up the symptoms and then I fully fucking believe it. But um, anyway, back to my original thing. I I spoke with her today, and uh, she's been in a divorce proceeding. No kids involved. All of us children are over the age of 30. Yep. Um, So it's basically material assets, and that's about it. This divorce has been going on for 13 months. Over a year, yep. Over a year. And I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. Sh- I can say with some confidence that it's probably her that's dragging it out, not John. Is it fighting over assets? Yeah. They they sold the house. Um, they bought the house back in... Uh, Fuck, what was it, like 2008, I think, during okay. during when, when the bubble popped. So they bought it really cheap and, like, were able to sell it really high. Right. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, it, it's just my mom 
is a hard, hard woman to live with, and very stubborn. Not just not just that. Uh, she's vindictive. Um, like she's an all or nothing kind of personality. Gotcha. Like okay. you're either with her or you're against her. There's no middle ground. Um, Some Game of Thrones shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She's like Cersei. She's like Cersei from Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, without the incest. Because um, the incest Good thing, point. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. The incest thing would be kind of disturbing on yep. her part because yep. she's only got a sister. <laughs> and um, her sister's married, so... <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a chemistry set situation. We don't want that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. it I. I don't even want to figure yeah. out how the fuck that would work. Yeah. And I don't want to think about it. And now I'm thinking about it, and I hate myself for it. <clears throat> um, but like, she she texted me this morning and was like, "I want you to call me when you have a minute," because. I need to talk to you about this or that. And um, I was like, okay, well, when I deem to myself to have a minute to talk to you, then I will call. Uh, and so I did a few hours of studying beforehand, and then I called her. And what proceeded was proceeded not preceded um was a 17 minute conversation where literally nothing took place um she told me that she rented a new storage unit for some reason don't give a shit cool don't give a shit um but i unfortunately am somewhat of a good person uh so I placate people quite a bit when they're talking to me. I just kind of listen. Sometimes to most of the time to my own detriment. Well, and reinforce um, it. Like, be like, awesome, that's cool. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And she was telling me how her foot's healing, and it's like, okay, that's something I'm actually interested in. Yeah. But the stuff with my stepdad, ex-stepdad, whatever you want to call him, He'll always be John to me. I've never had a bad day with that guy. Yeah, that's good. Uh, she tells me about his the shit with him, and I couldn't care less because I know from experience that about half of what she's saying is only correct. Like, only half. Yeah. Maybe. Taking it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Just because you know past grains. past experience. Yeah. And and so like it's I don't know man. Like it'll be a good day when I don't have to deal with this anymore. That's all right. I'm going to say. Yeah. No that's fair. I mean it's one of those things that um, family is family without, exactly. without saying. Um, but just because someone's family, and even in my own personal life, 
you can tell when the story's not quite straight. Exactly. And <laughs> yes, it's hard to. Uh, and, and you're like, I know you're lying to me right now. Right, but your family. Yeah. At the like, same time, yeah. Like I know you're fucking lying through your fucking teeth. Totally get it. Yeah, and uh, now what do you think that is? Do you think that's lacking sense of acceptance for reality? Um, on behalf of my mom, I honestly think it's all just like a pl- a ploy and part of manipulation to get people to come over to her side. It's, now, do you do you think it's delusion in her part? Like she actually believes this stuff. After a while, yes, but initially, no. So she convinces herself. Yes. Okay. Yes. And, you know, there's some things I can't, like, irrefutable that, like, she she says happened and she's got recordings of it. But I grew up with this woman, and I know how she is, and... I don't know if we talked about it, but a few weeks ago I talked to one of her friends and was like, hey, you know, how much do you actually know Yeah. about her? And how much did she say? What did she say she knew? She told me everything. Um, and I was like, and then I just stopped. Uh, I listened and I told her, you know, me... I was like, not to say that you're stupid. Right. But I grew up with her. I lived under her roof for 20 years. Yeah. I've known her for 31. I can only believe about 50 to 60% of what she says to me. Right. And this woman was like, really? Like crying wolf. Yeah, like, holy shit, are you serious? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. I can honestly say 50 to 60%. And Well, even what you've told me with Donatello and Smiley and... Yeah. um, And I don't know the full story, but from what you've told me, it's kind of been like a, you know, different sides of the thing because I've met her one time. And that time that I've met her is totally different than what you've ex- like described to me, and that's totally. Um, yeah, she's good at putting on a face. Right. That's that's pathological. I oh, won't say yeah. I won't say liar, but it's pathological deception. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely like it's because she she seems like a nice lady when you first meet her, like totally, completely. So, so the thing is, is like she, I was talking to my wife about this actually, and um, because I asked her, I was like, so is this thing that you say my mom has borderline personality disorder? Uh huh. Um, I was like. What does that mean? And she's like, it's an all or nothing mentality. So she will be 100% sweet and nice to you until she thinks you've done something to fuck up or fuck her over. What is that drive of? Like when she thinks you've been like you fucked her over, 
does that go deeper into like her childhood? What was your grandparents like? Um, I can only speak from the perspective of a grandchild. Uh, my grandpa was always nice to me. Always wanted to like let me. My grandpa was a rancher, and he was like, you know, kind of like the old Forrest Gump adage, like, stupid is as stupid does. Go out and figure out that you're going to fucking hurt yourself. Kind of like a (laughs) hard-ass, like, figure it out. Yeah, but he was caring at the same time. Like, he was my grandpa. He cared about me. Um, My grandma, uh, she's like every other grandma in the United States. Yeah. She's a grandma, like sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, but I was uh, in my conversation with Liz. I actually had this conversation with her today. Um, she was basically saying that borderline starts at a very young age, where like the the child like toddler or preschool aged Mm -hmm. experiences basically like I have a a parent or a caregiver that is taking care of me and they're either like okay they're not always great but they're not always bad and they're okay and that's fine or you have a caregiver one caregiver that's like great at what they do yeah and then another one that's horrible at what they do and so you have like a an all or nothing mentality about it and that never gets corrected yeah that's strange and then your own personal um chemicals and stuff play into that like with borderline personality disorder you can be medicated to decrease some of the symptoms of of that disorder, like, uh, a, a lot of it is anxiety-driven, mm-hmm. apparently. So, um, like, you can get medicated for the anxiety, but you still, like, that all-or-nothing mentality is ingrained in you at a very base, like, primal level. That makes sense. So, yeah, I mean, it's just... That's how it was with my mom. Um I think when she was 14, her uh, her dad divorced her gram- or her mom, and uh, her dad was a Vietnam Marine sniper, hard fucking guy, didn't want to talk about it, didn't right. want to be, um, right, right, he, right. Married, he married her stepmom, and her stepmom fucking hated her, Have, had two stepchild, kind of like Cinderella type thing. Okay. And... Uh, basically told my mom get the fuck out and uh so it was kind of the situation where she grew up with her dad hated her her stepmom hated her and when i was born he fucking loved me and uh yeah it changed completely i hear that a lot about grandparents actually yeah like he i mean i all i remember is i remember we like hung out together and like played together or whatever. He liked alcohol a lot, as do I. Yeah. Um but I knew she came up in a situation where she was not like felt validated. 
I never felt that. I never felt that. And that you might always be always felt validated. For sure. Like I remember playing with the Winnie the Pooh fucking dialing tone the cord you pull the cord and yes fucking fucking eeyore like oh god yeah yeah no and i remember sitting like totally get it um but i guess i was raised in the mentality with her being like dissonant and strict and whatever and he was the one he was the marine he died of cancer he was the loving one in my life really yeah, she was a strict one. So she kind of got the offspring of his parenting, I guess. She um, adopted his style. Sure, yeah. But yeah. I never saw that from him. I could yeah. see that now looking back. But, um, but yeah, from what I saw, he was not that guy. I, I hear that a lot about grandparents. Really? I've even talked to my dad. Uh, I have My mom doesn't have grandchildren. Um, but not yet, not, not yet, but my dad does. Cause I have stepsisters and stuff and he raised them from the time they were like younger than 10. And now all of them are in their early thirties, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and he was like, grandkids change everything, man. He's like, as a, as a grandparent, it's not your job to discipline. You yeah. just get a spoil of fuck out of these kids load them up with sugar and caffeine and then send them home you know that's what i remember yeah yeah and (laughs) i've talked to him in in depth about this and he's like on me he wants me to have a kid because um my brother and i are really the only ones that will carry the name forward after this generation yeah so uh like and that's probably not his main reason behind it, but he wants to have another kid without the responsibility. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nothing wrong wants, with that. He just wants to play with grandkids, man. Dude, I would love that if you could skip parenthood and just have a grandkid somehow, and just be like, "Oh, I can like." You could try to adopt an eighteen, like a seventeen-year-old, and then <laughs> you could do that too. But like having a kid going through that and just having a grandkid and being like, oh, this is all the good parts of it. No, here's your dad. Here you go. Here you go. Oh, you're crying? Here you go. Yeah, and that that's honestly, that's how my dad is. And he, he told me like, that's what he likes about being a grandparent. In, in his office at work, because I go to school where he works, so I, I visit him frequently and what does your dad do uh he's a he teaches how to be a medical assistant essentially i i don't know what the exact title is but he he teaches people how to be medical assistants so he's a scholar he he's teaching yes okay yeah um and he's very knowledgeable he the this is also a man like with and, and it's really bizarre because I didn't grow up knowing him, but he, he's he got a history fairly similar to mine. Like, he was an EMT and a paramedic for years. He worked as a medical assistant for years and blah, blah, blah. And then now he's gone on to the teaching role. But um, Now, was that the bubble your mom kept you in from yeah, knowing oh, him? Absolutely. Absolutely. But... Uh, <clears throat> One 
one one thing about him though is I go to his office. He doesn't have any pictures of us. Yeah. He doesn't have any pictures of his wife. It's just grandkids and motorcycles. Yeah. All over the fucking office, dude. Like, that's like, literally the fr- one of the frames he's got hanging up is like the greatest greatest gifts of my life. Call me grandpa. And it's like all the fucking grandkids pictures hanging up in there. Well, the fact he has contact with you, it, it's got to be resentment from your mom, right? Like, yeah. Um, so Candace, uh, my sister, I went shooting with like a week or two ago. Uh, she's the reason I got back in contact with him. Mm. Um, my mom basically did everything she could to keep us from talking to him. I think I remember talking to you about that, too, when we worked at NTO. Yeah. You're like, you don't really talk to your dad back yeah. then. That yeah. was like 2015, 16, somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. And um, uh, so this was back in, uh, well, I was talking to my dad by the time I worked at NTO with you. Okay. But... I worked at NTO before I joined the military, mm-hmm. and then I needed a steady job when I got out of the military, so I went back. Shout out to Allie. Yeah, Allie McCarthy, man, which is weird, because it's not like Allie McCarthy. It's yeah the it's the Allie we know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, when I worked there before, this was back in like the ages of fucking MySpace. It would have been like 2010, 2009? 2008 or 2009. Okay. Yeah. Back in the, like I said, back in the dark ages of MySpace, um, my sister found me on MySpace and was like, dude, we've been looking for you. you like... It's like right after I turned eighteen, I think, or like nineteen or something. I can't, re- I can't fucking remember. Long time ago. Yeah, I would have turned about twenty actually. And she's like, "We've been looking for you." Um, you know, like, would you be willing to come see your dad? And I was like, "Sure," you know. Yeah. Um, despite everything my mom said about him and did him and did to keep us from him. I was like, might as well. Yeah. Might as well. I don't know what's going to happen of this. And like, I live my life by a principle of no regrets. Yeah. I go meet. So I, in my mind at the time, I go meet this guy. If he's an asshole, he's an asshole. I don't ever have to talk to him again. Yeah. If not, if not, then, then I got my dad back. Mm-hmm. Right, and and so I I go talk to him, and now fucking what eleven twelve years later, eleven years later, different perspective, completely different, not at all the guy that I was told about while I was growing up, and I think my brothers still sitting on the fence about it. Like my my brother's an interesting guy, but uh like my dad's like, "Oh, your brother never talks to me." And then I talk to my brother about it and he's like, "Phone works both ways, motherfucker." Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, 
Denver is just Denver. But yeah, my sister reached out to me back in the dark ages of MySpace, man. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's definitely changed. MySpace, not a lot of people um, that are younger now know about MySpace. I don't even know if you know about MySpace. I do. I remember you, like, going to the page, you had your, like, theme song that started playing. If you wanted. If you wanted to. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, MySpace was like Facebook version zero point five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember going on uh, Facebook because I wanted to meet one girl, and I had my cousin. I'm like, "What do I do?" He's like, "You got to make this Facebook." I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. So I was like all about the MySpace, dude. Yeah. So I was all about the fucking MySpace. MySpace was the shit back then. Yeah. And um, I made a Facebook account because people were like. Oh, dude, this is like, Facebook's like the thing, man. It's yeah, like, peer pressure. This yeah, and I was like, "Fuck you guys! I've got Tom." Yeah, and <laughs> I held off on on Facebook for like probably a year and a half, and then I went to Ukraine, and my Ukrainian friends were like, "Oh, let's stay in touch using Facebook." So then I made a Facebook account. Yeah, but um, yeah, <clears throat> got got in touch with with them through MySpace, man. My literally MySpace changed my life. Yeah. <laughs> as corny as that sounds, MySpace changed my fucking life. And now uh, Justin Timberlake owns it and it's a music site. Yeah, and it, like it's completely different than what it was, but MySpace changed my fucking life, dude. <laughs> imagine imagine that. Like imagine you like one of you guys out there going like Facebook changed my life and not just like, Oh, it made me pissed off for the day. Like it actually reconnected me with a biological family member that I get along with really well. And I've been taught my entire life that this person was a complete fucking dickhead. Yeah. And I found out the contrary to that. Yeah. It's a weird thing. I remember being on the, uh, I was right on the transitional side. So I was born in 95 I remember, I remember specifically, even before texting, and it transitioned to texting really quick, then MySpace really quick, then Facebook really quick. And then all of a sudden, it became this thing of just not interacting with people. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, I have a different perspective of everything, because I, I, I guess I'm in this weird group called Xlennial. Well, you're a little bit before me. I still remember having to go to my friend's house and knock on the door. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'm in a group, I guess, that's referred to as Xlennial. It's not, like, completely... Gen X. It's not completely Gen X, but it's not completely Millennial. Okay. Um, they, They've made a distinction there. And it's, like, people that were around to see the technological advances but didn't grow up with them. And... uh. So, my personal interaction with technology was, um, I went from a landline to a cordless phone. Yeah. And people won't even understand what that is. Yeah. If you're younger, like in listening to this, you won't even understand what that is. But it's, so, back back in prehistoric times... Uncle Dallas is going to take you for a little trip here. (laughs) 
uh, back in prehistoric times, your phone used to be tethered to the wall. Yeah. And it was hooked up to the power line outside. And then that signal carried over to the next phone in the chain and the next phone and the next phone. And you dialed a specific number like you do nowadays. And you got the person on the other line that you wanted to talk to. However, you were tethered to the fucking wall. Yeah. And you would spend hours tethered to the fucking wall. Talking to your friend, talking to your girlfriend, whatever have you. Then this magical creation came about. The cordless phone. Now you could roam around your fucking house at 248 gigahertz and talk to your girlfriend or your friend or your family. Yeah. And now you could just walk around your house and it was great. But then you couldn't find the phone anymore. Or your parents weren't on the internet, DSL. Oh, yeah. No, that comes later. Yeah. Okay. And then you have the in- introduction of the fucking car phone. Okay. A, f- a phone that needed to literally be plugged into a car battery to it's fucking before work. Before me. Before me. Yep. Yep. My friend had one of these. I thought he was like the coolest motherfucker in the world, dude. His mom had one. I was like, holy shit, you guys are like James Bond. <laughs> um, then the Nokia company came out and cellular phone technology started. Texting did not exist yet. Yeah. Um, these phones can withstand an atomic blast. Yeah. I'm fucking telling you, dude. You can, like, throw these things, like, 350 yards. You can shoot them out of a fucking cannon. Yeah. Pick it up and make a call. Yeah. Um, my mom bought one of those. And it freed up our fucking house line back when people had house numbers. And now, all of a sudden, we have this fucking magical thing called the internet. Quickly, my brother and I discovered there was porn on the internet. I was going to ask about that. When was the first time? What year would you say? Estimated. Oh, fuck. Um, that's a good fucking question. Uh, so you had the internet coming around, mm-hmm. what, 2006? Six, seven-ish? No, before that. Before that? Okay. Yeah. I'd say maybe... Maybe 2000, 2001. Okay. Dial-up, AOL. Yep. This company called America uh, America Online. AOL, baby. You've got mail. Yeah. Um, they they used to send out these disc and you, discs, and you'd get three free 30 hours of internet access per month or whatever. I like, remember at Walmart they had the discs at yeah. the checkout lines like yeah. take it for free. Yeah, yeah. And um so that was dial up internet. Yeah. And it freed up our landline to be able to get on the di- the internet. Yeah. Now so for you you young ones out there, it used to take an hour and a half to download a fucking five minute porn video. Just so you know. I wasn't into porn at that point, but yeah. I get it. Um and there was a bunch of other stuff out there that started coming out, like uh, higher-end video games and all this other shit. But 
we, we progress from that, okay? I move into a new house around 2007, 2008. DSL comes around. Holy shit. 400 megabytes a second? Are you fucking kidding me? This Kil- a- kilobytes. Yeah. 400 kilobytes. Kilobytes. Yeah. You, th- this is fucking amazing. Yeah. We're able to... T- we're able to type each other on our phones using just the fucking numbers now? Are you kidding me? <laughs> now, what's Like, the, uh... I've got a flip phone that I can pull up my girlfriend's number and, like, click through the letters assigned to the number on the phone and send her a message that's written. That's fucking nuts, bro. Now, what's before Pornhub? What's before that? Oh, Jesus. I wasn't, again, I'm not, I wasn't into porn before then. So before Pornhub and XNXX and yeah, yeah, Red yeah. Tube and everything, all the shit, yeah. Uh, you you had site specific things. You actually had to look up a niche. Okay. Okay. So like BigSausagePizza.com. Go ahead and type it in. Big Sausage Pizza. Yeah. Okay. Let Let me just. Uh, I'm going to introduce you to Big Sausage Pizza, hopefully. Um, Big sauce. Sausage pizza. So the premise of this porn site, okay, now it's part of the Reality Kings deal, but the premise of this porn site back in the day was a pizza delivery guy would show up, and he had a hole cut in the box of pizza. His dick would be in there. Well, now, like, now on Google, you can straight up type in just porn. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't like that before. You had to st- type in something specific. Right there. There you go. Boom. Everything. Yep. Anyway, um, moving back to the phone deal. Texting came about, and that was a fucking game changer. And then they released fucking three minutes after 9 p.m. Do you remember this? Remind me more. More. I didn't get into porn until probably 2012. No, no, this isn't porn. This is cell phones. Okay. Oh, they like used to unlimited sell, texting? And, and calling after yep. 9 p.m. I remember that. They used to sell you plans yep. where it's like you have 138 minutes to talk to somebody for the month. But if you call them after 9 p.m., it's completely free. Yep. I remember that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, unlimited nights and weekends. Yes. Yes. And, and, and now that's unheard of. Like if somebody was told like, Oh, you get 300 minutes to to talk this month. They'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Unlimited talk, text, and data. Yeah. That's what it is now. I I remember when that came out through AT&T. That was a fucking game changer, dude. Oh, yeah. Um, But. Now you can see all the titties you want. Well, not just that. You can call whoever, whenever. You can text whoever, whenever. You can talk to your buddy John in Australia. Anytime and, you want. No no extra. Yep. No fucking long distance charges. Nothing. Yeah. And 
and I grew up watching this happen. Yeah. Over time. So we have people alive today, 18-year-olds. That just get unlimited data, have no idea. 19-year-olds that never watched this happen. I remember watching it happen. I remember getting like 50 minutes a month. Yeah. And being like, if you go over... I remember when I... did the penalties. When I discovered porn in high school, I did a $500 overcharge (laughs) on the internet. So, so th- that that shows you the difference here, okay? Yeah. When I was in high school, and I had a cell phone, my mom gave me a cell phone. Was like, "You're walking home from school. The world's a dangerous place." Mm-hmm. Here's a cell phone. You get fifty minutes a month to talk on it. My overage charges were related to trying to download Snake to play. I remember. <laughs> There was no smartphones back then. Oh, dude, I had a flip phone for a while. This kid named John showed me, like, he showed me, like, breast exams. Oh, no. This is green screen cell phone, buddy. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is green screen flip phone, buddy. Yeah. Um, This is back when you were able to take apart your fucking flip phone and change the back of it to make it more personalized with, like, rainbow colors and shit. I'd see, like, since I, since I grew up in this rural... This is pre-Motorola Razor, buddy. Like, rural high school, the, I remember the first cell phone I got was a flip phone. Then I had one of the, like, you could slide it, like, turn it sideways and slide it up. You had the full keyboard. I didn't have a smartphone until I was 19. Yeah. I was very, uh, grew up in a very conservative area. Do you want to know when I first got my first smartphone? When? 22. Yeah. That would have been what, 2003, 4? Before or after? After. After. That would have been like 2010. Okay. I've only had a, and it sounds crazy. And some people can't fucking comprehend it, but I remember when fucking Blackberries and Palm Pilots were a thing, man. You needed to buy your phone to do phone shit. Plus a $10 you, data package. Yep, and then you needed to buy a, uh, a fucking Palm Pilot to do internet shit. And even then, the internet shit was only like fucking emails and Text messaging, instant messaging, and shit. Do you remember when Androids came out where they were like, you can pay $10 extra, get data, you can go on the internet, download ringtones, whatever you want. They just came out out of nowhere. And then uh, I think I was in probably junior high. This kid got an iPod Touch, and I looked at that, and I was like, Jesus Christ, you can get all these apps. There's this app you could download. There was this girl... Oh, dude, she was gullible as fucking shit. Um, But before I get to that, I'll just say, the iPod Touch. I remember this this kid named John Raheem Peoples who got drafted for the NFL eventually. But anyways, John, uh, John was one of the first kids to get an iPod Touch. And I remember sitting in math class with him in Mrs. Mears class and just like seeing this touchscreen device and being like holy shit 
you can do all of this stuff. This would have been, I don't know, 2007-ish, 6-ish. I don't know when the iPod came out. And he, uh, he just like, he brought this to class one day and I was like, is that the iPhone? And he's like, nah, it's just an iPod touch. But I remember this girl, he brought the, uh, the first generation iPod, or not even first generation, like when the app store came out, he brought the iPod touch to class and he would play like sound clips, like dog whistles. And there was this, uh, I think the girl's name was Mariah. He would play like a horse sound on his iPod Touch, and this girl would think there's a fucking horse outside. So she'd get up and be like, "What? Oh my god, what is that?" And he would just fuck with people. He played the dog whistle all the time. It's like the the high pitch, like, and just fuck with people. Yeah. So so um, that that's where I remember it distinctly is when the iPod iPhone came out, two thousand six, seven, eight ish. Yeah, so I uh, I remember the first iPod Touch I ever saw. Um, it was in Park City, Utah. A group of us were getting together for dinner. Um, one of my, what I considered back then to be wealthy friends, mm-hmm. uh, had one. And I was like, holy shit. There's a music device with a fucking screen on it, and you can watch movies. You can touch it, and it does stuff. Yeah, and um, I was like, this is the future, man. Like, I don't know how we're going to progress past this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my ass was still rocking my fucking, I, I can't even remember what the fuck it was called. It was like a little red flip phone. Um, had a little camera on it. Dude, you remember the razor, like the thin one, and then it went to the crazer, which is even thinner. Like it was just a thinner, so, but so, a flip phone. Uh, yeah. So the razor, I remember that was like all the rage when I was uh, just got out of high school. Yeah, that was like a big fucking deal. Um, one of my friends had it, and we're like, "Holy shit, you got the razor? Are you fucking kidding me? Do you like it?" Uh Yeah. Yeah, and it, like it, it was like one of the first ones with a fucking camera on it. We were all fucking shocked, dude. It was like it, it was the tits, right? This oh, sure. this thing was the fucking shit. My first smartphone was a BlackBerry Storm 2. Type that shit in. Blackberry Storm 2. two that was Woo! my... <laughs> that was my first smartphone right there, man. And you actually had to click the screen in. You had to press... You had to press it hard. Yeah, you had to actually depress the, uh, the screen to get it to work. The LG Chocolate Touch. I remember it was after the... So just the, type in LG Chocolate. Um, look look that phone up. Okay. Yeah. That was one... Uh, so 
Mine didn't even have those like distinctions between like fast forward, reverse. Those fancy things. Uh, yeah. it, it literally just had a silver wheel on it that would scroll for you. <laughs> um, go ahead and click on that one that's in the bot, uh, like one row down, in the center. No, to the right. That one. That was my fucking phone, dude. Okay. I had that phone for three years until I bought the BlackBerry Storm. Two. And the screen was so big. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And I remember being able to connect to the internet with that thing. And I was like, holy shit, dude. This is fucking crazy. What, when was the wireless fir- internet now. When like, was the first time you were able to, like, look at porn on a mobile device? 2009. Okay. November. Okay. November of 2009. Okay. <laughs> I can you, you might you might think I'm weird for remembering that, but but that's when I bought my BlackBerry Storm. That's fair. That's like, about the time like it was like my buddy Rubaloff in the Navy was like, "Dude, check this out." And he showed me that like it was the first generation iPhone. And he pulled up Pornhub on it and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" You can do that. I was like, that's a thing? And he's like, yeah, it's the only reason why I bought a smartphone. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I'm buying one next week when I get paid. Yeah. (laughs) And I fucking did. (laughs) Yeah. I mean. The game changed. I remember, yeah, flip phones. Then I got my first, like, quote-unquote smartphone. Did an overage fee of $500 when I found out what porn was. And my parents were fucking pissed. Did you tell them why? No, I just told them, like, I didn't know. I don't know what's going on. Of course. And uh, Would yeah. you own up to it now? <sighs> Probably. I don't really care now. Um, if my mom was like, what the fuck? I'd be like, sorry, I'm into trannies. Yeah. <laughs> like, what can I say? Yeah. Now it's like you can look at porn at your job if you want to and they don't know so it's a different time yeah yeah for sure um yeah dude i had like the flip the flip phone was a game changer but then this the chocolate the original lg chocolate the sliding phone that was like the first touch screen technology we had and that wasn't even actual touch screen. Oh, the iPod Nanos? Oh, yeah, dude. I remember getting the fourth generation. Fourth generation? Third generation. Do you, so, do you remember the Nanos that were just like the fucking square? This one. This do, one? The, I'm thinking of the one that was literally just the wheel. Yeah, that's probably what I'm thinking of. I remember getting one of these guys. So when I went on deployment in 2012, I went back. Um, Someone stole my iPod Classic 180 gig. Ooh, motherfuckers. I had had one for a long time. And I went and hunted one back down. And... Bought it and took that on deployment with me. I had fucking movies and everything downloaded on that thing. It was a lifesaver. But um, 
Yeah, I I don't know. If I were to go back to owning an iPod, it would still have to be the classic 180 gig. Just the, yeah, yep. This is the first one I owned. Four gigabytes, maybe two. My parents bought it for me. I didn't believe it. I was like, holy shit, are you serious? Thank you guys. I love yeah, you so much. It held like 2,200 songs or whatever. Dude, I had 37 days worth of music. Really? I could hit play in like my entire music library, opened up song by song. I could hit play and not turn it off for 37 days. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then I also had four movies on there. I had um fucking like Get Him to the Greek, uh, a couple of the um underworld movies and some other stuff. I can't remember what the other ones were. I never wound up watching them because then we figured out how to hook up a laptop to like these fucking this TV that one of my my friends bought out there. We bought a fucking shitty ass TV and figured out how to hook up the laptop to that and wound up watching movies off of that. But, um, I remember that. I remember the, uh, the shuffle without the screen. I remember the nano when it was like a, I mean, it was fucking tiny and, uh, you could watch music videos and I was like, holy shit, this is the future. Yep. This is it. Yeah. And, And, and now we're still, fucking charging ahead we have no idea what's out there well, now. now we have like four point or i mean 6.3 inch screens that are the size of tablets not even five years ago and we're like that's this true. this isn't even good enough yeah that's true like that's now true. we have seven inch smartphones coming out that are flexible flexible you can fold them in half uh you have the new samsung flex which you can literally fold in half does it have hinges? Yeah. It has a hinge. Like, it, it folds out into a tablet. So, like, I'll show you this. Let's look at it. It's called the Huawei Mate X. Huawei. Let's watch. <sighs> Let, let's watch our time, too. Let's check on that as well. Almost in an hour. Okay. Is it really that seamless? Yeah. Really? Yes. So it, It's you, that seamless. Yes. They're $2,600 too. Fuck so you, that. Dude. Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel. You have the back thing, which is a full-on phone, and it folds out into a tablet, which is about nine, eight, nine inches. Um, okay. I think that's a future. Personally. No, I mean, it definitely is, but I can't believe it's seamless like that, though. Like, that's astonishing to me. Right. That's nuts. Yeah. That is is crazy. Um, How? Yeah, the Chinese, from what we've... Fucking commies. Right. From what... I mean, I was always bred to believe... Because I was always an Apple fanboy, and the processor power, they're like, Apple's the best, number one, whatever. But then you look at communist freaking China, and what they're doing with their cell phones, they're almost 40% better than what Apple's doing, and we don't talk about that. 
that's that's like taboo. I mean, this thing literally folds in fucking half without a seam. Yeah, it's called an OLED screen, so it's flexible. Um, yeah, it's crazy. That's unbelievable to me. I'll tell you what, though. Once they're affordable, I'd probably do it. Yeah. I'd probably do it. I'm not spending 2500 bucks oh, on that. fuck no. Fuck no. That's a dumbass decision. I, don't, I never... That's fucking ridiculous. Well, um, we're coming up on another hour. So I think we should probably call it quits for the sake yeah, of probably. those listening. Welcome back to Cheap Shot Discuss- Discussions. Excuse my drunken friend. Um, Cheap Shot Discussions uh, with Caden Thompson and Dallas Weaver. Please email us any questions, comments. Don't really give a shit about your concerns, but um, if you want to participate in the discussion, anything. We'll literally talk about fucking anything you send us. Yes. Uh, send it to cheap shot, cheap, cheap shot discussions at gmail.com. Um, yeah, uh, we're off anchor and uh, doing well, and hopefully this is the last time we switch. Thanks for listening.